We're finally in the throes of December, close to the end of the year. And when it comes to the end of the year, me and Troy got a little catching up to do. We're going to watch some of the best, most critically acclaimed films of 2018 in uh, a little bit of a month we're calling Things We Missed in 2018. And this time we're starting off with a personal favorite of mine, because I brought it up last week. We're talking about the Bo Burnham. Written and directed film, 8th grade. What did old Troy think about it? Well, tune in on a very adolescent edition of The Review Review. Gucci. Damn it, you stole mine. <laughs> <laughs> Gucci There, we did it again <laughs> Welcome to Hey the... guys, JT here with another video Welcome to the Review Review The show where two small town dudes give your big Gucci opinions I am a Troy to the max extreme We have about as many viewers as she did on her <laughs> I think we're doing YouTube. slightly better <laughs> Just slightly Um and we are getting into 8th grade, the right out of the park hit from Bo Burnham. <sighs> Bo. That's it. <laughs> You're so amazing, Bo. Yeah, Bo, yeah. You did it. You done did Bo, it. Bo. <laughs> uh, but what did we really think? Why don't we break it down in full later? Up next. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. Uh, but yeah, this month we are going over things that we missed. Mostly things that I missed and <laughs> finally getting to talk about yeah. in full. Yeah. Things that I've brought up in passing throughout the year. Yeah. This is really good. You should watch it. Yeah, I'll get to it. That's how the conversation goes every time. Every time. It goes uh, getting to in December. Yeah. Because I just want to cram stuff all in so my list at the end of the year doesn't look like ass. Yeah. So you're not talking about <laughs> Venom, number 10. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I didn't see a lot, so Venom is number Venom three. Venom is number three. <laughs> <laughs> I only did six movies this year, Joel. Is that okay? Oh God, God, fine. <laughs> that. I think the first year we did the list, you were like, so, um... Got Jurassic World on here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it made for a real good time. A lot of good that, ribbing. I think we had like me sense. and me and Neil, like that both watched a lot of quite a bit of things uh, and we're just like going back and forth and just like that lady Ghostbusters was pretty good, huh? Eh? <laughs> Still didn't hate it. But <laughs> why don't we get into some news of the week? Starting with some Netflix Marvel info for you. Oh, yeah. Now, it's been a common trend to see every week another Net Netflix Marvel series chopped. Yeah. This uh, last week, Daredevil got the axe. Yep. And uh, people are up in arms about this one. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> Season three was good. Yeah. This is the one you're not fucking up. <laughs> but apparently it did have lower viewership. Mm -hmm. Than the previous season. And there's a rumor out there that Netflix didn't pull the plug. Marvel did. Yeah. So I read that today. Um, didn't read too much into it, but I'm assuming with their own streaming service coming up that they would pull the plug. But I thought 
that we've reported because we're reporters. Yep. <laughs> Real journalism here. That's right. We got the little bills in our caps, <laughs> in our fedoras. <laughs> that uh, it was Netflix's thing to cancel, not Marvel's. Well, Troy, I think network executives will lie sometimes. That is upsetting to me. That's the first time who I've can ever you heard tr- that. Who can we trust anymore, Troy? <laughs> That's very true. Who can we trust? Think you can trust your neighbor? Don't think so. And they end up canceling Daredevil on you. I know. Your mother and father have just been lying to you your whole life. <laughs> Watch them pull off their face masks and yep. they're just Ethan Hunt underneath <laughs> yep. tricking you. That's right. My mom has been Ethan Hunt. <laughs> For 31 years. <laughs> Ethan Hunt, also a network exec at Netflix and Marvel. Both. <laughs> as soon as you were born, I figured you were going to do something wrong. <laughs> so I kidnapped just... your mom and then hit as her for 31 years. <laughs> it's been a wild ride. I've really grown to love you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have sex with your dad on a regular basis. <laughs> It was first it was to keep up appearances, but now I just like it. <laughs> oh, you were, what you, a weird road we went down. I started out I started out as a secret agent for the for the IMF. But I think being your mother was the greatest job of all. <laughs> oh my. Can we tell it's a slow news week? <laughs> this is good stuff. Um so yeah, that's kind of upsetting. I still haven't gotten into season three yet. I, I got like halfway through it. It's good, but I the thing with the Netflix shows is just that they waste so much time because there has to be so many episodes. Yeah, um, it's still on my to do list. I don't know when I'm gonna ever do it, but <laughs> it, it, I, I do plan before I die to watch Daredevil season three. <laughs> that's all. Um, but I think uh, for Netflix, I think they still have a one more season of Jessica Jones and one more season of The Punisher. Yeah, I think Jessica Jones is already being filmed, and The Punisher is in, already in pre-production. Yeah, I think. But I'm just assuming they're getting the axe right. Yeah, after. they're gonna just probably just get taken off right after they're done. But sad. Well, well end of an era. <laughs> but what's uh goes down must come up <laughs> right sure that's not how the saying goes but something is getting reborn jt to hear about this what? celebrity deathmatch is being revived on wow. mtv uh due to ice cube having an interest in the property okay <laughs> that's it He's i remember gonna... watching a lot of celebrity deathmatch at your house when yeah. we were kids and i loved it uh, With it I, being MTV, though, it was already on MTV. No, no, no. Yeah, I know, but I think MTV was like more open to, like, I don't know, maybe like celebrities that would appeal to more of an audience. I feel like uh-huh. if, with this MTV, it's going to be like, ooh, it's Cardi B against a uh, Cha Millionaire. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, I can see that. Because <laughs> like even back then they had. Like, back then, though, you didn't have, like, internet stars. You yeah. Had, like... But they would do, like, fun they... shit, like Martha Stewart versus somebody, mm-hmm. and... Like, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, Stone Cold made... Steve Austin was on there all the time. 
but now it would be like I don't even know. Like they would say celebrity, and I wouldn't know. And maybe it was the same when like you know. No, it wouldn't have been the same when we were kids because they did have like big stars on there, like Martha Stewart or like I don't know, Ellen. <laughs> I have no. I'm sure Ellen was on there at one point. <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, like big like overarching celebrity to like every population yeah richard simmons yeah i'm pretty sure he was on one but now yeah to just be like kim kardashian versus kanye it's gonna be yeah it's gonna be kim kardashian and kanye get it (laughs) it's gonna be ariana grande and pete davidson (laughs) too soon jt i know pete's still pete's still coping (laughs) just caught the last saturday night live we're with you pete ever since he's gotten what's got funnier no he's been on more things of course because they want to put that shit over yeah but uh I like Pete Davidson. Yeah. yeah. He's good. Seems like he's doing fine, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, well, who knows? he's coping. All the Ariana Grande fans are giving him shit. You did something, Pete! You did something! I thought he had BDE. <laughs> he can get big dick energy. Uh-huh, maybe she took the big dick with her when she left. Oh, no, now he's just stuck with the energy. Yep. <laughs> A small dick energy. Yeah, he's got small dick energy. <laughs> right there with you, Pete. <laughs> uh... More news, JT, of things rebooting. Men in Black, the spinoff slash reboot, yeah. has an official title. Yeah. Did you see what it was? No. <laughs> Men in Black International is what it's called. Oh. I'm assuming because it has an international cast. Does uh, it have an E and the apostrophe at the end? So it's international? Oh, I didn't think so, but okay. uh, we can always write in. We're doing it. <laughs> We get a petition started, get 50,000 signatures on that thing, put that goddamn E at the end of it. Yeah, the E with the like weird apostrophe with the little, thing. With a little hash at the top. Yep. International. Yeah. International. <laughs> uh, so yeah, because it's starring Chris Hemsworth, and he's probably not going to drop his Australian accent. Oh, am I? <laughs> Oi. Oh, yeah, yeah. We got ourselves an alien over here. <laughs> Crikey. Oh, noisy cricket get wicked on you. Because <laughs> that's how Chris Hemsworth talks. Uh, we just went full Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> I don't need... Um, I got, like, I got nothing for news, really. Fucking, I don't know, Good Place <laughs> Season 4 got, uh, uh, greenlit for NBC. I saw that, and, uh, a Season 4 for Preacher also got oh, greenlit as well. I still have to watch Season 2 and 3 of that. Yeah, you you haven't watched the seasons that are good yet. <laughs> God damn my life. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, the last bit of news I got, JT, is that we... Now, we were going to have... I was going to save this for trailers. Okay. But I'm going to maybe tease the trailer section a little bit for next Ooh, week. Ooh, yeah. Because the Far From Home trailer is rumored to drop this week. Okay. As well as the most likely the avengers trailer is yeah. going to drop it was next supposed week. to come out today yes but someone had to go and die so well more on that maybe later more on that maybe later <laughs> but so we we're going to i was prepared for a full on trailer discussion today and it didn't happen yeah we got one we got a big one to talk we, about i mean though. we got one we got one i was expecting two maybe even three yeah, I got two. Well, we're well, we're really jumping. Well, ahead well we're here, jumping Troy. the gun here. So jumping the gun. That's my last bit of news until you can take the reins here. Okay. You got the reins yet? I got the reins. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> they got sleigh bells on. Yeah, that's right. Come on, it's, it's tis the season. Tis the season. Holiday season. 
Um, Troy, doop doop woop. Got some, got some awards. All right. Some award shows coming up. All right. Yeah. Got the hosts for the Golden Globes and the Oscars. Now, are these hostess with the mostess? We have <laughs> one hostess. There's two hosts for uh-huh. the Golden Globes. There's one for the Oscars. Okay. Uh, the hosts for the Golden Globes uh-huh. are Andy Samberg. Okay. And Sandra O. Oh. The Sandies. Oh, Sandra. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We've got the Sandies. <laughs> Great. That's what I always wanted. So, uh, I don't know. I've been hearing a lot of good shit about that show she's on, Killing Eve. Oh, yeah? And I think it's on Hulu now. Is it? Okay. I want to check it out. All right. So, you got Sandra Owen, Andy Sandberg for uh, the Golden Globes. Uh-huh. The Sand, the Sand Sammies. Okay. And uh, for the Oscars, they got a host. Kevin Hart. Oh my, Kevin Hart, having a good time of his life right now. You gonna you gonna get crazy, man? <laughs> hey, man, wait. I'm small. I can't. <laughs> that that's my continual running joke. I'm a yeah. tiny man. I'm a small person. <laughs> I, listen, I like Kevin Hart, but <laughs> Jesus, I see him in every single movie, and I'm like, okay, I get it. I'm waiting for the small joke. Mm-hmm. Just give it to me, Kevin. At least, but at least it was. It was fun in uh, Jumanji. Yeah, it they was. played it up. They played it up the right way in Jumanji. Yep, but got right. everything else. My God, you kidding? It's just uh, <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> but I like Kevin Hart, even though I probably won't watch either one of these award shows unless I'm watching some illegal Periscope feed from Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I watched most of all of any live event last year. Yeah, this I'd- last year. I really don't give a shit about the Oscars, so I I just look up the results. Yeah. There was like one there's like one of the it was like one of the big huge like heavyweight title fights for boxing sometime this last year. Yeah. And I was semi interested in it. And I was like, ah, I'll just look up, see what's going on on Twitter. And then I just saw a ton of periscope feeds and I'm like, <laughs> All right, I'll just watch this. <laughs> Throw it up on the Chromecast. I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, so illegal, but I did it. Do it. <laughs> Listen. You got it, come on, you got a family to think about, Troy. You can't be doing down, illegal Periscope Listen, downloads. I just happened to peek in on someone's life who yeah. was Periscoping it, okay? Okay. I wasn't broadcasting it. Fair enough. I can't, can't blame you for stumbling upon a million dollars. I can't. You can't. Yeah. It's unfair. You just and unconstitutional. Can't. You can't do it. Can't do it. Anyway, can't do it. so that's how I watch most. Not live gonna stuff. do it. Later. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Not gonna die. Not gonna die. Okay. Uh, Troy, are you a big fan of Between Two Ferns? I am. Is that Galifianakis? Very odd. Yeah. Interview show, but it's funny. It is. It's good stuff. It's good. Um, apparently Netflix. Is in the process of creating a film based on Between Two Ferns. Okay. I don't know what it's going to entail. I don't know either. Just leave it alone. <laughs> just let it be what it is. It doesn't need to be more. Yeah, just, just leave it. That's my opinion right off the bat. Maybe I'll be surprised. Right now, I'm just in the mindset like, just stop it. Just let it live on the internet. Netflix, get your money grubbing hands off of it. Bastards. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he'll make Zach Galifianakis a lot of money. Yeah. Galifianakis. Gilgamesh. <laughs> Zach Gilgamesh. Zach Gilgamesh. <laughs> He's great in baskets. Good. 
Good. Good. Good. Good. Troy, I know you're, you uh, and uh, you and C. Danger are, are especially fans of the film Across the Universe, mm-hmm. where it takes a lot of uh, Beatles mm-hmm. music yes. and uh, creates a musical film around it. Yes. Well, Universal seems to have the same mindset when it comes to the music of Prince. Oh, okay. Apparently they've bought up a lot of rights to uh, popular works of Prince to create their own straight-to-film musical based on the music of Prince. Okay. I'm into the idea. I Listen, when Across the Universe came out, I learned that it was uh, going to be a ton of Beatles music, and really... I only like a handful of Beatles songs, to be honest. I'm not yeah. a huge Beatles fan. Gotcha. And it's probably the time I just grew up in. It wasn't of my era. I came, but I, I can appreciate the what they gave to that field uh, of music. That being said, I really like the takes on that Beatles music yeah. and across the universe. Oh, yeah, and I really like the artsiness of the movie. So, if they are going to do it with Prince... And make it some like weird sexual '80s psycho trip. <laughs> I am all for it. Bring it on! Bring it on, baby! Make it sexy. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I ask. Is for anything. But make that between two ferns real sexy. Netflix. Yeah. Make this Prince thing sexy. So sexy. Bring it on. Ice Cube makes celebrity deathmatch sexy. <laughs> Bring back the sexy in my claymation. Uh, Troy, the nominations for the Annie Awards came out. All right. The Annie Awards are pretty much like the Oscars for animated film. Okay. And, uh, there's a lot of shit on here. (laughs) I'll just do the, uh, I'll just do the, what they have nominated for best animated feature. Okay. Uh, they have Early Man from Aardman. Okay. Uh, Incredibles 2. Uh Uh-huh. Isle of Dogs. Okay. Ralph Breaks the Internet. All right. And Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, boy. Are there nominations for Best Animated Feature? Makes me a little more excited for Spider-Man coming up. Listen, I have kind of overheard and maybe seen a little bit of good positive reviews for that already for pre-screenings. Nice. So I'm pretty excited for it. Comes out around my birthday. Day after, just saying. If anyone wanted to uh, take me, I'd be all right. I would let them. I'd let them do it. So, do it. Somebody out there, please, for the love of God. Somebody's got to die. Other than that, I haven't seen any of those other animated movies, I don't think. Yeah. I, I haven't seen... Seen Incredibles two. Well, oh yeah, Incredibles two. I've I seen Isle. Saw... Of, I've seen Isle of Dogs. It's. I'm not into like Wes Anderson stuff. <laughs> I just can't do it. I try. I try it's so just hard. So symmetrical. I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. No, I don't. I love the charm of it, I guess, but then it wears itself thin. I, yeah, I it's believe. like a '70s film made in modern time. So. I mean, I I catch a lot of flack for not liking it. Yeah. And just, just Wes Anderson stuff in general. No, there's... I'm very few and far between on Wes Anderson films. Grand Budapest Hotel is really good. 
Yeah, I never finished it. Okay. <laughs> not my. <laughs> I fell asleep, not due to its being, like, not my taste. I started at the wrong time, mm. fell asleep, my rental ran out, and then I just never went back to it. Yeah. So, what are you going to do, huh? I don't know. What are you going to do? Never saw Isle of Dogs, didn't see Ralph Breaks the Internet, or whatever the other ones are. Yeah, Ralph Breaks the Internet just came out, so I've not seen that as well. Yeah, Sorry. And I love animation, so you'd think I'd be on all on all all of this, but yeah. I'm just losing my mind over here. I'm a big piece of shit who gets nothing done. Yeah, that's me. I don't know. Tro- <laughs> I have so many maniacal. Uh, Troy, yeah, got some bad news. I got another name to add to the boys' club. Oh no! I thought the boys' club was done and done. No. Boys Club's coming back. <laughs> in a big way. <laughs> in a big way. This one this one uh took uh Mollipop back. Oh really? Yeah. I guess uh Tom Hanks. Three people have allegations against Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh no. Yeah. One of them is accusing him of accusing him of rape. Jesus. Yeah. Oh no. So um that's no good. No. You're supposed to back up science for us, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. Come on. Now the fucking uh, anti-vaxxers and the fucking <laughs> flat earthers, they win. They're going to be all over your shit now. Yeah. God damn it, Neil. See, he raped someone. Now global warming doesn't exist. <laughs> well, it's still alleged, right? Mm-hmm. Listen, like, at first... And he's denying all allegations. When all these bad things were coming out earlier in this year, I was like, yeah, those are probably right. I'm going to believe the women because, like, it's been a long time coming and these people need to be put in their place. Yeah. But, like, really? Neil deGrasse Tyson? <laughs> it seems like a, I don't know, like a celebrity just obscure enough that it seems real. Yeah. But, I don't know. But then again, there's Bill Cosby... Yeah, everyone thought Cosby was the man. Now he's in there just drugging yeah. chicks and yeah. having their way with him. God. God damn it. But, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what that, I don't know. The thing, though, is that like when like a lot of these guys get... Uh, get their finger pointed... Get like a finger pointed at them. Then like things come out where people are like, he's kind of been a dick all along. Yeah. Like I guess there's there was a lot of people coming out like, yeah, Cosby was... Kind of a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, and there was, like, a whole, like, Hannibal Burris set about talking shit about Bill Cosby right oh, yeah. before it came out. Yeah. Where, like, he did do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then he <laughs> was on, like, every talk show about his, like, Cosby bashing. And then everyone was on his side. Yeah. Uh, Burris' side. But, like, I don't, I'm, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I, I hope this one isn't legit. Yeah. Just for science, yeah. At this just point. just to fucking shut up all the idiots. <laughs> Don't be true. Can't like Bill Nye prove it wrong with science to help? Yeah, Neil out. Yeah, I don't. Does know. like some weird DNA test. <laughs> yeah. Then they fist bump, <laughs> right? <laughs> and if it is true, I am sorry that I defended some sort of sexual assaulter. Yeah. But I want to side with Neil at this point. No, oh, well, okay. And I'll maybe... Uh, I, I'm just going to stop talking. <laughs> Does that uh, sound fair? It's fair. Okay. Fair, Troy. Great. It's fair. 
Um, Troy, I guess at Warner Brothers, uh, Man of Steel 2 and The Flash are both losing momentum, <laughs> quote. <laughs> oh, really? When it comes to making any sort of film. I could almost see that 100% already with Man of Steel 2 since Cavill is out. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And then The Flash has been trying to be made, I swear, for the last eight years, and nothing has happened of it ever. Yeah. With the multiple direction changes, script rewrites, and still, yeah. it was supposed to be out last year. <laughs> And nothing has come of it except Ezra Miller is supposed to be the Flash. Yeah. That's it. That is it. Ezra Miller is going to be like 30 years old by the time he plays. <laughs> and I didn't even like his take on the Flash in Justice League. Yeah. So. Fuck it. Bully to you. I don't care if this movie's ever made, to be honest. Uh, well. Take that, Warner Brothers. <laughs> You know, it's weird, because, like, I <clears throat> I thought I was following somebody on Twitter of, like, a uh, like a DC, like, um, like, verified, ch- like, page. Yeah. And I don't think it is now, because, like, they have been trumpeting for a Snyder Cut for, like, the last two weeks very hard. Yeah. And I'm like, you still on this shit? <laughs> like, I can't even believe it. And I'm like, every time I see it, I'm like, I should just stop following them. And then I just keep scrolling. But, like, come on. It's done. <laughs> it's over with. The movie's out. It stunk. Deal with it. <laughs> it stunk. It stinks. It stinks. <laughs> uh, and I was just at uh, a family function where one of Chelsea's cousins was saying... Um, he was hung up in the hospital for like a week. Yeah. And the only thing that even appealed to him was Wonder Woman and Justice League. And so he saw Justice League probably five times. Oh, no. And I'm like, I am so sorry. Was your ailment that bad that you had to be watching Justice League? And he's like, at one point, you just kind of fall into it. (laughs) And you start finding little things to like little good takeaways and i'm like that's called stockholm syndrome (laughs) it's like shut up i really felt for that family (laughs) that family that i don't give a shit about for like the first half yeah so i don't know i'm i he seemed to be in the right mind now but he knew when he was telling me you could almost see it wash over him like i've made a terrible mistake watching (laughs) justice league what have i done times uh, I killed have, them all. I have, I have had the hankering to go back and give it another watch mm. because only in the last couple of days, I on that same we made like a trip out to the Burbs or whatever, mm-hmm. and saw Chelsea's best friend. And what was on was flipping back and forth between like football was like just a like I think it was probably TBS or something like that, but they had BVS on, <sighs> and like the sound was off. And yeah. so you're just watching without sound, and I'm like, oh my god, this movie's so dark and sad. <laughs> and then, like, I did turn it up at a point because I wanted to hear, like, the whole Martha thing. And I'm like, that is handled fucking horribly. Martha! Martha! Why don't you say that then? <laughs> it's just bad. I mean, the action is good, but... 
Oh my god! It is even worse on yeah. just like dropping into it and watching it in small parts. Like so much of that is like they have to get to certain points. It's just that nobody knows how to get there. Yeah. It's like we gotta have Batman and Superman fight. How do we do it? Um Oh, <laughs> uh, we'll just make <laughs> we'll just make Lex Luthor say that I'm gonna kill your mom if you don't do it. But he's Superman. I mean, it makes no sense. We'll just say he does it. We'll just make him do it. Why didn't he just vaporize him with heat vision? Yeah. And a story. Yeah. You got him. And he You're find, already a dickhead in this finds movie anyway. Lois Lane so fucking easily. What the hell? Why can't he find his mom in no goddamn times <laughs> flat? No idea. And Batman is so evil in this. Yeah. Just evil. He burns people. Yeah. Burns them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the warehouse fight is cool. I mean, he definitely kills he kill people. Yeah, he shoots people in there. But Jesus, he go- at the very end of the movie, he grabs Lex Luthor by the throat and is gonna burn him and torture him. And I'm like, that is not Batman. As hard as he should hate him, at least he would. At the- no, at the very most, he would break Lex Luthor's arm. Yeah, that's it. He's not gonna torture him to burn him are you kidding me well i had my thoughts on it go back and listen to our bvs review <laughs> listen do it it's like the hottest we've ever gotten on this show we the, the ultimate edition up. one we got really mad at each other because <laughs> you were trying to defend that i mean it's better it was like, are you fucking kidding me <laughs> anyway that's for another time it was yeah. for a pastime. we we're over it yeah I think we made a pact to never talk about it again, and yeah. we've broken it yep. many times. Yeah. Uh, last bit of news, Troy. Uh, the Disney live-action Pinocchio. Mm-hmm. Because they do all those live-action uh, right. remakes of all this shit. Uh, <laughs> they may have found a Geppetto. Okay. And I think it's a good pick. Okay. Tom Hanks. Oh, my! I am way into that idea. <laughs> I didn't know who you're gonna say, and Tom Hanks is the only answer now. Yeah, so there you go. Tom you Hanks as a Geppetto in the live-action Disney Pinocchio. Great, I'm into it. Can't wait for that. Is that also coming out like next year? <laughs> no, I don't think it is next year. But God. God, they have so much shit coming out next year. It's ridiculous. Disney. I I would love to take a bet on how much money Disney is gonna make. And I, I guarantee you, it's going to be over like ten billion. Yeah, it's in the movies it's alone. Dumb. They've got, they've got Dumbo, Lion King, Avengers, Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel, uh, Spider Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Another Spider Man movie. Yeah. Uh, and there's like that uh, Artemis Fowl. Oh my god. And then the Pixar stuff, Toy Story 4. Toy Story. Um, they, they're going to rake it in. Yeah. I just, I just The other day, I just saw a list of all the Disney movies coming yeah. out next year. Isn't there like ridiculous. at least one coming out every month or something? Pretty much. <laughs> Almost. It, I think there's some even like two in a month. And I'm like, God. Oh my God. <laughs> it's stupid. Oh, my God. It's stupid. I... I, I uh, uh... <laughs> I'm going to look up a list right now of Disney movies in 2019. God. It's got to be ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Aladdin is coming out next year, Oh, too. yeah. Jesus. Um, Well, Troy, uh, is there any mail? Frozen 2, Artemis Fowl. Oh, Jesus. Frozen 2, even? 
Yeah. Fuck. Uh... Mowgli, I guess, is technically one, but that's a Netflix one. No, well, it's not Disney though. That's uh, that's just um, what's his name's project. Yeah, yeah but they're that's all of them. <laughs> oh my god, so much money! <sighs> but no, we I don't have we don't have any mail this okay. week. Okay, well, uh, we do have a bit though. I know, even though we said we weren't gonna do it. We, we got, got a bit. Do. We got that. We got <laughs> For uh, Neil's Bits. People dying, it's the pit. Please stay tuned to <laughs> Neil's Bits. I'm Neil. <laughs> <laughs> Is it done? It's done. Oh, great! <laughs> um, we usually don't run into politics all that often, but when yeah. we do, we usually really drunk and talk about it. Yeah, we but- get really drunk and talk about how much America sucks. <laughs> I'll uh, go listen to our Pearl Harbor review. <laughs> I'm surprised no one has tried to assassinate us yet. Oh my god! After that shit. I mean, it was real though. We—that's all true. It, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> the liquid courage was really high that night. It was like <laughs> yeah. after we filmed another show, and then we had more beers to talk about Pearl Harbor. Yeah. After we were drinking during that movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. We other. drank for yeah. We drank for three hours watching Pearl Harbor, <laughs> and then we had some shit to say. <laughs> With that being said, we are going to be talking about the passing of George H.W. Bush, um, the 43rd president of the United States of America. Mm -hmm. Um, He, I mean, he was already in pretty poor health for like the last few years. Yes. And he did make it to 94 years old. So kudos to him. Yeah. That's a pretty extensive life uh, to lead there. Um, regardless of your politics, near the, even like during their time in office, regardless of what you think of them afterwards, they usually run a large charity organizations after their time in office, regardless of what you think of them. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's going to be the same for the one we currently have in office, but, uh, <laughs> they usually make up for any ill doings. Yeah. My, maybe minus Nixon. <laughs> Yeah, Nixon just kind of... Ugh, Nixon. Um, But yeah, George H.W. Bush, father to George W. Bush, and Jeb. (laughs) My name is Jeb. But yes, he did pass away this last week at 94. My my boss was playing, like, the funeral. Like, I guess that was playing on on NPR. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, I hate to say it, George Bush gave a really good eulogy. I... Um, caught some of it. There's a clip of it on YouTube. It's like, right? man, when I don't hate you, you're a pretty charming guy. I know. <laughs> Ever since he's been out of office, like he's just been winning people's hearts over. Oh yeah, like his book of paintings and everything. Yeah, he's a charming ass dude. It's like, I just wish you didn't start like nine eleven or whatever. Yeah, I just... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. let's not. Let's yeah, not let's, jump on yeah, that. Yeah, there we go. Let's get some 9-11 conspiracies going on in here, Troy. Let's not do it. Everyone knows that metal doesn't burn <laughs> at the same... Jet fuel same... can't yeah, melt jet steel. Bu- jet fuel can't melt steel. Right. 
I mean, people can only forge it like hundreds of years ago in a furnace. That's Building it. 7 was not supposed to collapse. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's a uh, it was a tragic passing for the country this yes. last week. It even postponed um, big exciting things that people were really wanting to see because now it is a national holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a good in good taste that it didn't come out and overshadow yeah. this man's death. <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, I did hear like the and on some podcasts they were talking about like his uh, his brief feud with the Simpsons. Like, he just, oh yeah, he had like something where like uh, for no reason at all he just started talking shit about the Simpsons while he was in office. <laughs> so like. <laughs> This sent, like, Matt Groening, like, sent him a letter, like, signed by Marge, saying, like, I don't know why you have a problem with our family. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, that, that that's why they made that episode where George W. Bush, where George H.W. Bush moves next door and he's just this bitter old man that just hates them. <laughs> uh, that's, like, one of my favorite episodes, It's too. such a good episode! <laughs> Like him and Homer just have like this ongoing rivalry with each other. <laughs> and he loves Ned Flanders. I mean, he loves Ned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then Gerald Ford moves in after, and they're like, <laughs> they're pretty much him friends. and Homer are the same would you person. Like, yeah. Would you like to drink some beer and watch some football? Would I? <laughs> Homer, do you like nachos? Yes. <laughs> would you like to have beer and some nachos? <laughs> Would I? And then they both like trip over a curb and then say dough. <laughs> That's the end of the episode. <laughs> oh my god, I want to watch some Simpsons. Uh, anyway, George H.W. Bush, uh, rest in peace. Yes. There we go. Neil's bits. You need to silence your phone, I'm boy. So, oh my god. It's like the third time. I, ap- I apologize. You so popular over there. I what apologize. Is- god. Okay, I'm, I'm taking care of this. Great. There we go. Is it done now? <clears throat> it's done. Great. I got the one trailer I said. I got two, but uh, I guess I'll do mine since okay. it's one you probably don't have because you have the one. Right. Because I Which only makes said sense. one. Right. Uh, they put out a trailer for the sequel to Happy Death Day called Happy Death Day to You. Oh, okay. And um, it looks funny as hell. I... <laughs> I almost watched it before we started, and then I was like, eh, I don't care. I didn't see the first one. I don't care. And then I heard you listening to it. Yeah. And I'm like, that sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> it Happy looks Death- fun. Happy Death Day is hella fun, and uh, like, it's probably one of like the best like uh, horror slash comedy films I've seen in a long time. And uh, this one looks even funnier, where it's like, it's like a little bit in the future, and like, She's uh she gets killed and then she goes back to the first film. <laughs> but then like something different happens where other where like people that she knows are dying too. So then she has to like keep killing herself to go back to save them now. <laughs> and there's some fun shit in it. Like there's like a scene in the trailer where like she people are skydiving and then she walks up in a bikini and then she like jumps up like wee and then jumps out of the plane. <laughs> uh that just listening to the trailer won me over so i might try to check it out but happy death day is is hella fun and happy death day to you looks almost more fun so i can't wait for it to come out so happy death day to you coming out soon in Uh, february february 
Um, I the only trailer I got, probably the only one you have left, is the Captain Marvel new one. Yes. Uh, the second trailer, as it would be, the second trailer, <clears throat> uh, shows a bit more of the alien side of her life. Yeah. Uh, in this one, a bit of Annette Benning in it. Yeah. As well, it looks like she. I don't know. From what I gathered, she's like a human, but then she was dying, so they gave her like a blue blood transfusion. I guess. That's what it looked like from the movie. I, I, what I'm putting together is that's pretty much it. Like, she yeah. got, I don't know, injured or and then abducted, and then to keep her alive, she got spliced with alien blood. Yeah. And now she doesn't really remember her past, and it's kind of getting pieced together through, like, little choppy memories. Yeah. But now she's got alien powers, and who knows? She's riding around with young Sam Jackson. Right. I can't. It it looks it looks good, like yeah. Bendo Mendo's in it, and he's playing like a scroll yep. who can shape change, and you got to see a little more of uh, Captain Marvel punching an old lady. Yeah, <laughs> so not only punch her but throw her head through a bar. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I'm into it. Hopefully, it's uh, all the hype that uh, Marvel's given it. It pays off. I mean, I have we'll really see. no reason to be worried. Yeah. Like, even, like, the, my least favorite Marvel films are still fun. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know too much about Captain Marvel, but, I mean... It looks they're... like they're taking quite a bit of liberties with it. Yeah. Because she does have, like, a pretty complicated, like, history. Yeah. And it looks like they're going to kind of just retcon it a little bit, so she's, like, the only one. Because he's, like, a character that was invented in the 70s. Yeah. And then... He had, like, some cosmic adventures, and he's, like, the big, like, cosmic superhero out in space. Yeah. And then they had a story where, like, he died of cancer, mm -hmm. like, and he just couldn't fight it, and it was, like, a pretty big deal. And then that power got passed on to, like, I don't know if it was, like, a sibling of his or something. But anyway, then it eventually got passed on to Carol Danvers in the last, like... Yeah. Five or eight years or something like that, and she's had the mantle. They're, since. they're insinuating that Jude Law is supposed to be like the the original Captain Marvel or something. That has been already debunked because okay. of a Funko Pop that came out that oh. had his real name on it. Yeah, and it's not. He's like playing a villain. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then more speculations come on. I you caught this from a Mister Sunday Movies video because I don't really uh -oh. know a ton of like, cosmic stuff outside of, like, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. But uh, all those band of uh, people she's with during, like, that kind of slow-mo walking scene. Yeah. They're all wearing the same outfit. And you see, like, uh, Dijon Hot Soup yeah. <laughs> with them. From, but they're all... Who? They're all, <laughs> they're all bad guys. Uh, okay. And so, like, she must be kind of, like, tricked into being in this group. And then she realizes that they're fighting against something that they shouldn't be and... Um, and she must revolt against or something gotcha. like that. So gotcha. maybe that'll be the case. Who knows? Gotcha. Looks like a whirlwind good time, though. Yeehaw! Giddy up. I'm ready to see the internet pick apart all the mo <laughs> the the uh, youngifying of all the characters in this. Yeah. I can't I, wait. I've already heard that people are uh, speculating that the cat is the reason why Nick Fury loses his eye. <laughs> um. I've heard other speculation, too, that they're doing kind of what they did in Thor Ragnarok, where he has, like, uh, they CG'd, like, his eye 
in the trailers, yeah. but in the movie he's got a patch on, oh. and so he's gonna just have his eye gone this whole time or whatever. <laughs> and so, yeah, like they'll just have he'll the the trailers are just like misinforming you of stuff, and I'm like, yeah, that whatever, that's fine. Who gives a shit? Keeps the mystery alive. There you go. And I guess that cat, too, is also, like, an alien. Like, yeah. Like, that just takes the form of a cat. Yeah. Like, I've heard, like, I guess, like, the name that she says about it. It's, like, a, supposed to be, like, a, from, like, a book or something. Like, it's supposed to be, like, this cat that's, like, it's, like, a, actually a scroll, but it always takes the shape of a cat. And it's, like, supposed to have, like, a rivalry with Rocket Raccoon or and something. <laughs> Fun. I dig it. <laughs> and I guess they changed the name of it, too, because in the book, its name is Chewy. But since now Disney owns that and Star Wars, so they don't want to name it Chewy. Yeah. They named it something else. It's like Gus or something. I think they said like Gus or Yeah, it's some, a simple name. But anyway, but yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. Fun it's times. Fun. Looks great. It'll be good. Now release just Spider-Man and Avengers so the internet can shut up for once. <laughs> God. I guess people are so up in arms that, event, that there's not an Avengers trailer out yet is that people are going back and like downvoting all of Disney's videos on YouTube because For people what? are fucking idiots. For what? So like, they can get just more views on it? Yeah. <laughs> That's why I hate... I hate fucking people. Like what is that going to do on a past video? The movie's yeah. already out. Yeah. They're just... Too fucking nice. <laughs> it infuriates me. Like, there's sometimes where I'm like... Shut up. When I when I try and like when I try and like put my finger on who's who has the worst fans <laughs> Then shit like this happens where I'm like, okay, Marvel's winning now. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, sometimes it's Star Wars, sometimes it's like some other stuff, but like now right now it's like, okay, Marvel's Marvel's winning now. Yeah. Because you fuckheads are going on YouTube and downvoting shit because you're not getting your fucking I want my trailer. If, you, if I don't get this trailer, I'm not going to go see it. Bullshit. <laughs> yeah, Bull no, fucking shit. No kidding. <laughs> uh, another uh, other things uh, that I listened to too also said that like, what if like a trailer just never comes out? Like, I think that's not going to be good for the movie. But like, does it need a trailer at this point? It already has. So People much are going to go see it no matter built what. In. You would just need to have, like, one the day before it comes out. Like, the only reason you would put a trailer out is just to get, like, social media buzz. Yeah. But you don't need a lot of buzz for Avengers, because it's already... It's been hyped by the previous <laughs> film that came out a year earlier. Yeah. It's already the hottest shit ever. I don't know. Yeah. So, I would, I would love for it to, like, just wait, like, the week before it comes out, and then it has the trailer. That would be, yeah. Think that's where they reveal the name too. Yeah, <laughs> like just, just as a troll at this point, we yeah, like the the world's already waited long enough. Yeah, it's like a few more months because it's that's it. That's all you have to wait. Yeah, well, it comes out in what May? Yeah, first week in May or no, last week in May. I don't know. Or is it late April? Maybe it's late April. I don't remember. Maybe we'll do it. Maybe we'll do another one of those. Robert Downey Jr. being like, hey, want to break the internet? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Let's do it two weeks earlier. That sucks. <laughs> that that <is> sucks. <laughs> so, that makes me cringe more than things in eighth grade. <laughs> eighth grade, coming up. <laughs> right at the top of the hour. It's right coming. at the top of the hour. It's coming. But, yeah, that, that sucks so hard. It makes me feel dirty. <laughs> 
for them. <laughs> and I bet they made a fucking ton of money for that tweet too. Probably pieces of shit. Yeah. I have to get I have to be paid ten thousand dollars per tweet because I'm Robert Downey Jr. God. Real sickos out there, you know that? <sighs> fucking assholes. <laughs> uh Troy? Yeah. Tournament random movies. Yes. We are Where getting we close at? to the end. Okay. We got our first semifinal match that was last week, which was Street Fighter versus Jerry Maguire. Yes. I was following this one. It went this is probably the most back and forth oh, really? one I've seen for a while. Like one would win one week or one would one would win one day and then they'd be tied, then the other one would be winning, and then they'd be oh, tied God. again. Like it was crazy. But by one vote, we do have a winner. Just see what was Troy. No, if it was back and forth like that, I didn't see. Uh coming out ahead, Jerry Maguire okay. took it. Alright. Just barely. Street Fighter had some fans out there. Oh, yeah. All right. I think um, I voted early on for Jerry Maguire, but yeah. uh, that's fun. That's fun, then. So there you go. Jerry Maguire moving on in the tournament of random movies. That means we got our last semifinal match with White Man Can't Jump versus The Lone Ranger. Okay. What's uh what's your stake in this one, Troy? Um Do you want to see Johnny Depp as an Indian? <laughs> you know <laughs> not really, but I guarantee you if there was somebody out there doing a tally of how many times I said, I've never seen the Lone Ranger, but I kinda want to on this podcast, yeah. it would probably be in the double digits yeah. at this point. Plus, it has Army Hammer in it, which will be part of our uh, Monday review. Uh-huh. Um, so, I think that's where I'm going to lead. I'm not, I'm going to stay on brand. Really? Be like, you know what? I haven't seen Lone Ranger yet. I don't think it's going to be that bad. But who knows? So I'm gonna go Lone Ranger. I mean, I've I've heard it's it's not that good, but I've heard that like the people that hate on it as hard as they do are over exaggerating. Like there are some fun moments in it. I heard. Right. I think it kind of got the same reception. Well, not the same reception because a lot of it was racist reception for the yeah. Johnny Depp portrayal of a native person. Yeah. Um. But I want to say it got roughly the same critical reception as like John Carter of Mars. Yeah. And I thought that was fine. John Carter was fun. I liked it. Me too. Um, so that's where I'm going in at. Okay. I at this point, I've I've already given up on White Man Can't Jump. Yeah. That I'll never probably see the whole thing. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with Lone Ranger. That's my pick. There you go. Are you throwing in any any, any uh hmm. names in this one? I don't know. White Man Can't Jump is a fun flick. But uh I've never seen Lone Ranger. <laughs> It's gonna be tough. I might have to. I might have to just kind of play it by ear when okay. I vote. Okay. All right. Fair but enough. I've done it before. Yeah. It's a fun tournament so far. I think we've broken it down to uh, at this point three pretty viable options. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. We'll see. There we go. Will this tournament end at the like end of the year? Like should the exact be. end of the year. Pretty close. One, two, two more. Maybe not. I think there'll be one more episode before. Okay. All right. 
pretty well, pretty well timed. Yeah. Hmm. Almost right on the money. Ah! Ah! Fun. <laughs> Mind passing over one of those brewskis so we can get into the main Let's event of the night? Get, the, get into that nitty gritty. All right. Well, with all of that stuff out of the way, warming us up for the review of the evening, eighth grade. Pop at the same time. There we go. On eight. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah! Uh, we did it. Let's drink to an adolescent. <laughs> Eighth grade hit theaters at Sundance, July 13th, 2018, in a yeah. limited release. Yeah. August 3rd, on its wide release. Okay. Uh, had that coveted summer release. Stole it from you. Everyone Sorry. wants it. Um, Everyone wants it. With a minuscule budget of $2 million. Wow. In 2018 money, that's $2 million. Yeah. <laughs> it domestically made $13.5 million. Sounds like success to me. And worldwide, it was not released. Yeah. So, N.A. That's what I wrote down here gotcha. in my notes. N.A. Nah. Nah. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has it at a staggering 99%. Whoa. IMDb. 7.6 out of 10. Whoa. And Gamer Headquarters, 6. Out of what? Don't know. Didn't have uh, a 6 out of anything, so I just wrote down what they had. Well, a 6. Gamers are sexist, so I guess that's probably a low one. <laughs> 6 out of 5. 6 out of 20. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, this ranked number six at box office at Sundance. Wow. And the, I could have you guess what the top five were, but they were all pretty relevant films this year. Hmm. At Sundance. At Sundance this last year. Um, the, the only one I had to look up to remember which one it was, was number five. Mm. And we have already reviewed the number one earlier this year. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Gotti. Gotti <laughs> is not there. Uh, I don't know. It's going to be too much for me. Yeah. Number five is RBG, the Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh, yeah. Flick. Yep. And then number four is our Monday review, Sorry to Bother You. Gotcha. Number three. Spoiler for everyone that didn't know we were doing that. <laughs> well, we're, that's what we're doing. We're doing Monday. Uh, number three is Won't You Be My Neighbor, the biopic. Nice. On, Saw that. Um, that's not a biopic. That's a doc, right? Yep, documentary. On uh, Mr. Rogers. Number two, Searching. The, okay. Uh, really want to see that. Me too. That was That's in my list of things to catch still yeah. this year. It, it, I think it just came out on uh, DVD and stuff. Okay. And then number one is Hereditary. Oh. Um, those are the... And then number six, obviously, being eighth grade. Those yeah. are the top grossing Sundance uh, movies while they were at Sundance. Yeah. Hereditary. My God. <laughs> Go back and listen to that one. That one was a riot. <laughs> So much fun. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, this movie won 11 awards and nominated for eight. Nice. Um, I looked at what it won, but they weren't like really, they weren't like Oscars or anything like yeah. that. It was. I know. I, I've been disappointed because I haven't seen a lot of people talk about this, but now that like award season is starting to come up, now it's like starting to like. The name is starting to surface a lot more. I'm like, okay, good. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but it did like clean up at a certain award festival where it like was nominated and won like every category. Sweet. So that's where it pretty much got a, a ton of its awards from. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, I think that's the only other facts that I have right off the top. Gotcha. So JT eighth grade, what was it about? Uh, well, we follow a eighth grader. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Huh? Right. Uh, by the name of uh, Kayla, who uh, is on her last week of eighth grade, and uh, during that process is uh, trying to figure out who she is. That's right. I mean, there's not really much else to say. <laughs> You're pretty much just following her for like the last week of her eighth grade uh-huh. tenure. That's right. Um, this movie is written, directed by Bo Burnham. Yeah. He even has like a little, uh, if you if you listen close, he is on a uh, sex ed educational video where he's talking about pubes in the background. Oh, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't catch that. I caught his voice clear as day. Damn it. And he's like... Pubic hair, often referred to referred to as pubes, <laughs> and then he kind of trails off, and then there's like dialogue over what he says. Yeah, that that's the scene where like they zoom in on the guy that's like jerking off under his sweater or something. No, it's later on. Oh, okay, I think, in the movie. Oh no, wait, that might be it. Yeah, because they they be look it. over yeah, yeah. and like the guy's like, oh, like has like a flashlight on underneath his sweater. Like, are you jerking off? <laughs> and everyone's like, ew. <laughs> yeah. That never happened in eighth grade for us. Like, no kid just in the dark put his shirt over his head to beat meat. But who knows? Maybe I, don't, I wasn't I, looking intently enough. I don't think he was actually jerking off. It might have been one of those, like, just doing it. Oh, to be... It's probably the LeBron a, James kid. To be a little, <laughs> to be a little class clown. LeBron right? James? If I had to praise this movie for one thing, is that it very accurately, I think, portrays the awkwardness of being this age. Yeah. Um, And even while making it, Bo Burnham is going to be, I think he's only 28 this year. Mm-hmm. And even he is, like, too old to kind of dial back to figure out what he was like in eighth grade. Yeah. Because while he was making, excuse me, while he was making the movie... um. The actress who played the title character had to, every once in a while, say, like, we don't do that Yeah, because remember, he was, like, talking about, like, oh, yeah, so you, we'll have, like, these scenes where, like, you're chatting with people on Facebook, and she's like, we don't use Facebook. Right. Which, <laughs> from there, yeah. made it into a Yeah, in the there's, movie. like, a, there's a line in there. <laughs> so, like, then he changed it to they only talk to, like, each other on Snapchat and Instagram yeah. and that kind of stuff. Yep. Um, but even though, like, it does do things of what today's youth does it yeah. still resonates with pretty much anybody no like the reason i like this movie so much is that i feel like because everything in it feels genuine to just people that have been through eighth grade or puberty in general like mm-hmm. because you connect with that then everything else just kind of it kind of bridges a gap for you right like i feel like there's even like scenes in here where like she does things that more um, kids nowadays would resonate with, but then he tries to like throw things in to kind of like bridge the gap for people that can't quite understand it. Yeah, I agree. Like uh, the scene where like she's like going through 
like just like laying in bed, just like going through the internet and shit. But then they play like that Enya Sail Away song, <laughs> right? Where it's like everyone that's like older than that, like connects that song to like being very like therapeutic and like mm-hmm. kind of like letting it wash yeah. over you. Where it's like that's how kids feel when they're laying in bed, just going through social media and doing the shit like that. Like it's almost kind of like a therapy to them. Yeah. So like he finds ways to just for things that you can't connect with, he finds ways to make that connect to you. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, And then also the star, uh, what's her name? Isla Fisher. Elsie. Elsie Fisher. Yeah. Um, She actually started this after she graduated eighth grade. So she like is the right age for this. Yeah. She grad, I think she started high school a week after she fil after they got done filming. Yeah. And then, (laughs) I even read a story that I guess she she tried out for the high school play and didn't get in. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird because I also found out that she voiced a character in an animated movie, Despicable Me. She yeah. was like the one of the little kids. I think it. she's like the youngest kid in in Despicable Me. God, so that's that's so weird. But maybe <laughs> she stinks as a theater actor. Who knows? She only knows the silver screen. Or you know, maybe high school directors don't know shit. <laughs> that could be also true. Um, there, this movie has a lot of cringy moments in it. Yeah, but like not so much to like. There is one that is, like, kind of very uncomfortable. Yeah. But otherwise, there's a few things here and there that is just, like, oh, that's so uncomfortable because it's so true to life. Yeah. That, like, it's... It, I I would stand up and applaud it for those things. Yeah. They, like, even to the point where they're not, like, these gorgeous... It, it makes me feel weird to say this, but, like, they aren't, like... <laughs> gorgeous people at playing these eighth graders even elsie fisher herself like she just she does not try and hide her acne at all no and it makes her feel even more genuine yeah like it makes her feel like a more genuine eighth grader than if it was just like some model kid that was like Mm -hmm. oh i have eighth grade today yeah oh my god (laughs) it's so stressful i think i slept in a little bit yeah but no it's like they don't pay they don't like like make it a big deal but yeah there's like acne on people like kids yep. with full-on braces mm-hmm. like <laughs> the intro scene where that like girl is trying to put on her bands in her mouthpiece or whatever yeah. it's like all that kind of stuff is stuff is just out and about and they don't draw any really attention to it it's yeah. just that, like every day for all these people that are growing and developing and oh all that yeah kind of stuff really well done yeah it, it- Everything about it feels like a genuine middle school. Mm-hmm. Just like, just the small things in there, like for no reason too. Like I, I don't know. For some reason, I lost my shit when the fucking band teacher had that long braided ponytail for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and ah, oh God. Their rendition of the Star Spangled Banner. I remember watching that in the theaters, and I was lose. I was losing my shit because it was so. It was so accurate to how a middle school plays the Star Spangled Banner. Even uh-huh. like the, the like, every once in a while, like read, <laughs> part like sounds, like like it was like every other note. Uh-huh. Someone was like fucking like making their read squeak. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, oh my god, that's. That is definitive middle school band right yeah. there. Yeah. Um, 
And then uh, the title character, too. I like the modern aspect to it to show, like, really how kids deal with their insecurities now. Um, for instance, the main character in this, she does, like, a YouTube show. Like, yeah. it doesn't really tell how often she does it, but it's, like, her little therapeutic thing to get, like... Um, it's kind of like what we do here. Just yeah. To, get, <laughs> like, yeah. to really just, like relieve stress mm -hmm. and just bs yeah and like her um videos are about like how to be a better person and i yeah. really like how bo burnham set that up as like every time there's like one of those videos be like you just need to be more confident like it the next scene is overplaying like how she needs to do that certain thing and what she was talking about oh, in yeah. the previous video. Oh yeah, a lot of it is her like projecting like what she wants to happen to her. Yeah. Like even like the one where she's like talking about like yeah, we had this girl over at this party that we were throwing and like she's really quiet and shy, but everyone talked to her and they found she was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> when it was her was the she yeah, was she the was... weird girl at the <laughs> yeah. party and really nobody wanted to talk yeah. to her. Um, that was like one of the most, that, like, I felt dread for her. Yeah. Like in that whole pool party scene, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> because it was set up not through a friend. It was like through the parents, like they kind of knew each other. It's like, yeah. why don't you just stop by? And then yeah. it's like, I, I might have something going on. Oh, I, yeah. I don't know. Oh yeah. If that, if that a chick did not have a husband. I was being like, oh, yeah, this is a total, like, she wants to bone her dad kind of thing. <laughs> right, yeah. It's like, oh, I'll just talk to your father. We'll make it work. Or it's like, yeah. oh, you want to bang the dad. Yeah. <laughs> when the da oh, my God. When <laughs> that dad shows up, like, I, would <laughs> I bought this goddamn cake 12 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> like, he walks down and it's like, we're not ready for the cake, Frank. It's like, I've bought this cake 12 goddamn minutes ago you're gonna eat it now <laughs> i would be that dad <laughs> like we're not ready what are you talking about i i'm not putting it back in the yeah. house walk down here god damn it <laughs> you're gonna eat the fucking cake uh just as we're on the topic of that pool party i loved it when she finally overcomes like her terror and then ends up going out to the pool party. They have like that little montage of like the eighth grade, like crazy pool party that's going on. Oh outside. yeah. And it, it looks so gross. Yeah. Where it's like, these really, <laughs> it's like real kids, these scrawny little kids. Yeah. Like just squirt gun in each other and like eating Doritos in the pool and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but I've... like that's their version of like if like an adult went out to a pool party and there's like people doing cocaine and doing like topless oh, yeah. chicken or all that yeah. kind of stuff. That's what it re oh referred to. But it was just like dumb kid stuff, and yeah. I thought that was really funny. No, I've <laughs> I've been to my fair share of like pool parties like that back when I was in middle school, and it's like. Yeah, you see it, like, as an adult now, you're like, this looks so gross. Like, just, <laughs> even, like, when the kids just drink those big things, like, Gatorade, and their whole mouth is red, but they're laying in the pool, where you're like, ugh. He's, <laughs> <laughs> like, down this big jug of red, and you just got it all over your face, and you're eating Doritos, and, like, peeling your eyelids back. Yeah. You're like, ugh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> He's a real fucking sicko. <laughs>
Oh, my God. And then um, <laughs> it happens here and as well as other points in the movie. But there's this, like, secondary character, Aiden, who's, like, the hot guy. In oh, my there. God. Anytime they would, like, <laughs> just do that zoom on his face and play the... <laughs> they played like this rock techno beat to like yeah. show how cool he was yeah but what was even better is that like they'd show him in kind of slow motion and how like the main character would like look at him and just be like in awe and speechless yeah and then that music would stop and, and it would yeah. just like and you just see how gross and stupid he is <laughs> and he just find out like you just see like how dumb of a kid he is and yeah he's, like the scrawny little eighth grade i know kid. like she's like <laughs> they like show her like pining over him and like are you looking at aiden and then they like, go over him and he's like stuffing his gum up his nose <laughs> 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 I loved all of those moments. <laughs> it's like, yeah, and then when like she meets up with him in the during like the that fucking school shooting drill, like because it's like something where like there's like something lighthearted happening, and then they cut to like a guy just walking in the hall going bam, bam, <laughs> bam, and just like people falling with like gunshot wounds like paint on their fa- on their face, and he's like. They're all dead. Thank you for this school shit. <laughs> yeah. like, I'd like to thank the theater department. Thank the theater department. <laughs> and it's just like me. these kids just laying on the floor. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, during, uh, then they do like a whole drill in which it's like code red or whatever, and everyone gets under the desk. And then yeah. um, Kayla crawls over to Aiden's desk, and they're like, I wish it was a real school shooting. It's like, <laughs> Yeah, me too. Kick his ass. Yeah, kick his ass. I just punch him in his neck yeah, or whatever. Just beat his fucking ass. <laughs> Take his gun and shoot him or whatever. No, she was like, 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 uh, would you be scared? Like, she's like, uh, what if this is a real school shooting? Like, huh, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fucking crazy, stupid shit like that. Stupid ass kids. Like, <laughs> I'd beat his ass. Mm-hmm. I wish someone would shoot the school up. I'd beat him up. <laughs> what? <laughs> What um, I found really, I, I felt really bad for Kayla just because of like her coping mechanism of making those videos, just because we are doing something kind of similar to this. Yeah. And it's like, it would pan, like the camera pan across like all the videos that happened and it was like, no views, no views, no views. Yeah. But she still continued to do it anyway. But I can't feel bad for it because it doesn't have any views, but it's just like, she does it to be therapeutic, and then, like, she's really preaching about stuff that she doesn't follow anyway. Yeah. And it's like, oh, man, I feel bad for her, because she doesn't really have any friends either. Yeah. And she does the whole thing where she's like, hey, guys, so I didn't get a lot of views in the last one, so if you can all could just share and subscribe, that'd be really great. Gucci! And, like, <laughs> I was like, all that stuff is so... I see a ton of that stuff on YouTube all the time, yeah. and it's like... We don't necessarily go out and pry for people to go and subscribe to us or whatever. We mm. put out all the avenues in which they could follow us if they want to. Yeah. But we really don't push anybody to do that. And even, like, me and Dave on Imperious Rex don't even do that either. We don't, like, advertise uh, heavily. Every once in a while we put out a tweet like, hey, we just do this or for funsies. And even we do that for this show, too. Oh, yeah. But it's nothing like ever, it's like, hey, ring the bell and subscribe and tell you. It's like, nobody gives a shit about that. I have made it my goal to never want to do that. People will find it. Yeah. And that's what it's going to be. Yeah. 
But I the thing that like why this works so well and like why you feel bad for her is because she's so fucking likable. Yeah. Throughout this whole movie. Right. Like she's ugh, every moment she's like you like you just see her like like being like a kid, you could probably like see her like, oh well she's kinda weird. But then like you see like how energetic she is during these videos mm-hmm. and how she like interacts and stuff. Even when she's like being like a typical eighth grader where she's just like stop stop looking at the road like that (laughs) (laughs) quit being so weird quit being so what i'm just watching the road yeah but you're doing it in a weird way (laughs) Uh, then he starts to talk to her no be quiet but don't be weird and quiet (laughs) yeah i uh i i think elsie fisher in this is amazing like her and uh, the guy that plays her dad, I think, I want to see them nominated for something for the Oscars. The uh-huh. dad, especially for one particular scene. Yeah. But, yeah, they're both, like, amazing in this. Mm-hmm. I really thought Elsie was very good in this. Yeah. Um, there were, a f- uh, there's only one, actually, there was only really one kid in this that I thought wasn't the best actor. Yeah. And it was, like, the weirdo cousin Oh, Gabe? Gabe, yeah. I fucking love Gabe, I like though. him, too. <laughs> he's but so... as an actor, I don't think he's really honed his craft yet. But I don't think that's acting, though. I think that's just him being, like, what that kid... Because I've met kids that act exactly like that, with no camera okay. involved at all. All right. Or they're you just, like... right. Like, they're just, like, a little bit OCD and just, like, a little bit, like, off, where it's, like, you're a good kid. You're just real weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just he lays out all those fucking chicken McNugget sauces. <laughs> like, I got two of each, but if there's not one that you will like, I will gladly eat one because I I, I enjoy all of them. <laughs> I re- I really enjoyed that like little finale where they ended up did like get together yeah on one thing but when they meet at the pool party it's awesome too where he's just like all about like having this like who can hold their breath the longest contest <laughs> he's just like and like <laughs> he does it where it's like like she comes up like super fast but he still stays down super long <laughs> and then he comes back yeah. up and he's like beat ya <laughs> <laughs> you want to see me do a handstand and then he's like oh that too many people around too, too many close. people yeah it's, it's moving the water around too much <laughs> i can't do it it's just even his little bony little yeah. asshole sticking out of the yeah. water and then they like call for all the girls to come up and then like he totally like cock blocks himself and he's like you're supposed to go up <laughs> <laughs> said all girls you're supposed to go up there <laughs> That was, uh, yeah, Gabe is really good. Gabe fucking rules. He's only, like, in two scenes in this whole thing, but they're both, like, two of my favorite. Yeah, Like, well, I'll talk more about that one at the end when we get closer to the end, but that one at the end is so awesome. It's like, oh, how'd this get here? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we were talking about cringeworthy scenes before, and there's all, like, these little minor ones that people deal with that are so like kind of true to life for like almost everybody that everyone can kind of like sympathize sympathize with but there's one in general in this yeah where it was kind of even hard to watch yeah for me personally yeah but like to backtrack a little bit 
um, because it's our last week of eighth grade, there is one day where they get to go visit the high school they be moving yeah. to next year. Mm-hmm. And she kind of have like, she kind of gets like a sponsor for high school. Yeah, to like show her they around. shadow some. They yeah, shadow. shadow is a better word. And uh, it ends up being like a girl who really kind of clicks with Kayla, yeah. which is a cool part of the movie because she's like, oh, I finally get somebody to like I can talk to, like I can really yeah. have a rapport with. And I was like, all right, this is kind of cool. I have no idea where it's going, but yeah, like even like when she like I remember like watching it in theaters and when she like calls her because mm-hmm. like this girl gives her her number and then like she calls her that same day where I'm like, oh god, don't call. Yeah, this is gonna go bad. Oh yeah. no! I like, was thinking the same thing. I'm like waiting for like the the shoe to drop. I was like, oh god, she's gonna be like, why are you calling me? And then like right. make her feel all weird and awkward. And then she like gets depressed. But then she's like, oh my god, I'm so glad you called. I'm like, oh my god, I'm so happy she found a friend. Right, I was the same <laughs> way because I'm like, I ex- that every movie trope led me to believe that she would be like, why are you calling me? Yeah. Like, I was just nice to you because we were in public at school. Like, yeah. And I was like... But no, like, she's, like, so fucking nice to her. Uh-huh. And, like, the more you, like, hear her talk, you're just like, oh, you were totally Kayla in eighth grade. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she just, like, she's just, like, super talkative, but you can tell she still has that kind of, like, weird awkwardness where it's, like, she has the same awkwardness as Kayla, but, like, Kayla's also quiet, too. Mm-hmm. And then she just kind of, this girl kind of found her voice in high school. Uh-huh. Um, so they get in... She is going with a group of friends to the mall and invites Kayla to go out with her to see her visit her friends yeah. or whatever. And Kayla, and like, like God, she plays it so well, too. Like, she just has, like, this look on her face where, like, she's not, like, smiling or being, like, overjoyed, but it's just like a, wow, somebody wants to hang out with me. Or I'm like, oh my God. Right. You're so good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was, like, I was, like, just smiling, just watching her be, like, proud of herself. There was, like, she goes through like a ton of silent emotion like right before she goes and like after she hangs up like she goes and looks in her closet and realize she's like so overjoyed that she can go out and like have a friend and do all this kind of stuff that thinks she's cool and then she like realizes the pressure's on to like make a good impression to like other people yeah and like that was that whole nuance of like that was really well acted. Like, <laughs> awesome. Yeah. For an eighth grader? Are you kidding? Yeah. yeah. This isn't like fucking... What's her face? That wins an Oscar every year. <laughs> yeah. But like... But I guess, like, I even, like, read that, like, uh, Elsie Fisher is, like, known for being very talkative. Like, she's a pretty outgoing person, I guess, in real life. Mm. So, like, the way she plays it up in here, where it's, like, she's a complete opposite. Oh, you wouldn't even know. No. she's She plays it perfectly. Like, she strikes you as like a very awkward eighth grader right yeah it i wouldn't even i would never have guessed that she is like an outgoing yeah. person in this i just put a very awkward girl in front of a camera and be like okay just be yourself yeah just go <laughs> um so anyway the whole like meet and greet kind of goes well with the friends and they have like yeah. a fun little back and forth there with like yeah two guys and two girls oh my god that mall scene is amazing like mm-hmm. molly even told me that there was a similar thing that happened at her school where they did a 5k for a person that died, but he was really fat. Oh no. So then like there was, she actually does like, she says like, we, we legit had this exact same conversation where it's like, I mean, he was fat. So why are we running for him? (laughs) 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 But but I, I also found that too. It's like, that is such an insensitive conversation that, Every middle school kids, kids would totally yeah. yeah Who yeah. would have that conversation? <laughs> yeah, of course, like, would. why are we running for this kid? He was fat. 
It's, yeah, it's not until you're like an adult until you're like, oh yeah, that's probably like, yeah, let's do something for him. But yeah. before, it's like, why are we doing something for this yeah. jerk that nobody likes yeah. or whatever? No one cared about him and he was fat. Why are we doing a 5K in his honor? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, but that also that mall scene is like what leads to like the awkward scene where I think it's kind of like the antithesis of the movie where like they play up like how high schoolers are, even though they're really close in years, there's almost like this huge generational gap between them. Mm -hmm. And I like, like even they do it in a way where it's like, it feels like a, a normal flow of the conversation but they have like a really poignant discussion where it's like like even like down to where they're just like, When'd you get Snapchat? Like ten? What, you you guys are sending each other nudes at ten? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. But they're like it's like a legit a thing where like there's so much development that happens it from like being a freshman up to like being a senior where it's like you're almost kind of having people that are borderline children interacting with people that are borderline adults mm -hmm. where like situations like the awkward one can take place mm -hmm. without really any kind of empathy on one side or the other, because one person is almost an adult and one person is just borderline a, a child. Mm -hmm. God, Ugh, it's sickening. And I, and yeah. it came as a pretty big surprise to me too. Yeah. Cause I didn't know it was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> like I, it throughout the whole like meeting of these people and then leading up to it, I was like, Oh, it's just a, I, I don't know what was going to take place. And then all of a sudden it was happening and I'm like, Oh my God, this is oh, yeah. creeping me but, out. Yeah. But that works. Cause it's like that shit can happen out of nowhere. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so let's stop beating around the bush. So like, they, um, at the mall, they, um, one of the friends, the high school friends is like, there's got been a guy like watching us this whole time ends up being Kayla's dad. Oh yeah. Because he's just trying to like watch out for, I love that interest. scene too. Yeah, me <laughs> he's too. He's just like, God, Kayla's dad's so good in this, but yeah, go ahead. Um, and she eventually through a discussion afterward tells him to leave and he's like, all right, I'm going to leave you alone. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was just yeah. trying to watch my daughter to see if like. Her best interests were in what he's just being a dad yeah. at this point. And he just happened to be busted by watching. <laughs> but anyway, so he leaves and she's like, I'm going to get a ride home. Don't come pick me up. Yeah. And so he's like, okay, sorry. Here's some money. You can, you can take it if you want. I'm just going to leave it here. I'm going to go. So she ends up getting a ride home with a group of friends and like her shadow um, was like, oh, you can just go ahead and drop her off first and then I'll stay in the car. He's like, but your house is right here. He's like, is that all right, Kayla? Yeah, that's fine. And so the shadow gets dropped off first, so it's just her and this other dude in the car. Yeah. And he, like, pulls up after, like, driving a block and just parks the car and then gets yep. in the back seat. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, fuck. At this point, <laughs> I'm just like, no, 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 no. <laughs> now, as, like, a dad, I'm yeah. just like, holy fuck. <laughs> if I, I... And, like, it's also just gross enough because they are like kids. They don't have like adult physiques or anything. No, either. they're like, like the, like Bo Burnham did a good job of like casting like legit kids where it's like they, and, but like it, it's true to life. Like, yeah, it is. This is definitely the, the time of the, the time of your life where you're like, you like maybe you're experimenting with sex or maybe you're like thinking about it at the, at the very least. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's, 
it, it, it's shit that happens. Yeah, it, it sadly is. And it's, <laughs> it's, it really dealt with a very uncomfortable scene where he's like, so you want to play truth or dare? Yeah. And she's so nervous that, and like, doesn't know what to do that. She kind of just plays out of nervousness to like part fit in and part like not to like upset the boat or anything like that. It's just but like, yeah, and this is like the first experience she's ever really been. Yeah. Like a part of this. Yeah. Like, you you are kind of struck where like she is kind of more on like the I'm still kind of a kid developing into an adult yes. kind of ideal where like even like a lot of like the more popular girls are like looking at like the shit that she does where it's like that's kind of like she gives like the the popular girl at her birthday party a fucking like card game uh-huh. like it's like go fish but it's like way more fun yeah. <laughs> Which, what was the game anyway? I, I don't know, know what kind of game that was. Was it Skip Bow? I might have been. <laughs> Skip Bow? <laughs> the, the poor man's Uno? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like the fact she was like given like, like a gifts like that, it like gives you the idea where it's like she's still kind of in that like childlike uh-huh. uh, innocence of her, of her youth where like right. she hasn't fully matured to that womanhood uh-huh. type ideal. Yeah. Um, so anyway, this, while the scene's taking place, he eventually ends up taking off his shirt yeah. through, uh, a dare that he kind of puts on himself. Yeah. He's leading this conversation so hard. Yeah. And I felt, oh my God, it was making me cringe and I felt angry. I was like literally yeah. angry too. Cause... I remember like watching this, watching this in the theater, like you could hear people like rustling in their chairs, like... Uh, yeah. like you can hear like the squeaking of people just like kind of like crossing on crossing their legs like uh, <clears throat> yeah i bet because like it <laughs> it's so real and yeah like, i was thinking now if like if i caught this and macy was in the car i would fucking rip that car door off <laughs> and i would have beat that kid to death i was i am not even joking I, my blood was boiling when mm-hmm. i after i was thinking about that but anyway like it it doesn't lead to anything. Yeah, that's. I think that's the most um, scary part of the whole scene is that, like, like from what society teaches us, like, what goes down is, like, what society teaches us. Like, she says no, right. he backs off, but then the outcome of it still fucks with her to an extent right. where it's yeah. like, well, shit, like, every precaution was taken, but it still fucks with her. Like, what do we... Maybe it's just a thing you're supposed to go through. I don't know. It's just it's yeah, like I, it's it, like fucking like like what are, like what are they supposed to do in the situation? But it's just I think it's just more along the lines of like he's matured to a point where it's like okay, I'm just gonna keep going until she says no, and she doesn't know what the fuck to do because she's never been a part of any experience like this at all. Yeah, and yeah, and then even after it stops and he is like driving her home, he's like berating her. It's like. Listen, I was just trying to get you prepared for, co- uh, like, for not college, for high school and all this yeah. stuff. Because you don't want to go in. Yeah, you're just going like, to hook up with some asshole, and I'm just trying to be the nice guy, just trying to make you, like, experience your first time with someone that you actually like. Where I'm like, oh, fuck you, dude. Yeah, oh my God. But incel motherfucker. Like- <laughs> <laughs> More incel talk, guys. Incels. They exist. <laughs> it's this guy. But, like, can you imagine, like, how that would fuck with somebody's head yeah like jesus like 
So she uh, obviously takes it very badly. Yeah. And like busts into the her house where like it's all like you never get to really hear what's ta- like uh the conversation being Yeah, had. but you don't need to. I like that where like mm-hmm. they just drown out all the sound where it's like it's super overwhelming for her. Right. And she like bursts into the house and her dad and comes to her side and like really does comfort her. You don't get to hear what he says, but you can see that he like is there. And like yeah. I can we talk about the dad for a little bit here? Yeah. Cuz he is like probably the world's best dad. <laughs> <laughs> like he legit cares about her so much. Yeah. Even though she treats him like garbage through most of the movie. Yeah. But it's like but like I think for people that have raised like a middle school girl, they'll attest to like right. that's what they're like. Yeah. <clears throat> um but then afterwards um there is a, a a scene like where everyone gets their sixth grade uh what what are they called? Uh their time, time capsule. Ca- yeah, time at capsules. the beginning they do this whole thing where they they hand out like the sixth grade time capsule so you can see like, oh where where did you end up and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. And she's going through it and stuff. And then uh, after this event happens, she takes her time capsule and she just decides to burn it because she mm-hmm. she comes to the conclusion that she hasn't become any of the things that she said she was going to become right. at this point in her life. Right. And I, it was a little mel- melodramatic, but like there is a scene where she, the, the scene she comes downstairs like, can you help me start a fire in the backyard to her dad? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, uh yeah i guess <laughs> so they're sitting out there and she like throws it in and he's like what's in there <laughs> my, hopes and, my hopes and dreams <laughs> i'm like for me if i was a dad just sitting there i'd be like holy shit <laughs> <laughs> that is heavy uh but like it does lead into this whole like um kind of dialogue that the dad has with the daughter yeah and it's like one of the most heartfelt things that i've scene in a movie that's so true yeah i think that that speech he gives his daughter is like the most like poignant speech about parenthood mm-hmm. like i've ever heard like that almost made me like ooh, I, I, man I, I wouldn't mind being a parent right like he just talks about it in a way where it's like he brings it like all down to earth where it's like like parenthood right <laughs> you won't understand this but you are my everything. And yeah. regardless of what you do, yeah. I think I am more proud of you than you can ever imagine. Yeah. Well, he frames it where it's like, like he went into parenthood thinking that he had to do so much. And then as years went on and he found out that she was picking it all up on her own, like it almost made her, made him love her more where I'm like, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking deep yeah, and it's, yeah. it's like holy shit mm-hmm. like he really frames it where it's like you're you you get to a certain point where it's just like you just let go of the steering wheel and you let them drive on their own and mm-hmm. you're like oh shit mm-hmm. like fuck <laughs> like that's <laughs> that's some deep shit like yeah. I was like, I've, I've, like every speech you usually hear about parenthood in like certain movies, it's like kind of oh, sappy. And- yeah, you're just like, it's like, like even like his at the beginning was kind of sappy, where it's like you've never made me sad. You always made me happy. I'm so proud of you. Mm-hmm. And then just kind of like he kind of like pauses and goes into this whole thing where it's like, like, like when when I had to take care of you, I 
thought I had to do all this shit on my own. And then as soon, and then after a while, I saw that you were doing it on your own and I just had to step back and I let you do it yourself. And it's like almost made me more proud of you where I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> Does it say why the mother isn't in the picture in this? Did no, I, I don't think they ever really get into like why the mother... You I said after your mom left, so I'm guessing maybe she was a divorce or something like may, that. Yeah, I, I, there must have been like one little thing I because I was waiting for like that reason, not, yeah. not, not that it really had to give it. Yeah, but I was like, I wonder if they're gonna bring something up, and then I thought I missed it for a second. But, but I remember hearing like a review about the movie where like people kind of criticized the dad in the movie because he was like, oh, he's kind of a pussy. Like he just kind of like he just takes everything, but like he really kind of frames it in that last speech that he gives where it's like he because he talks about like after after the mom left he was scared that he was gonna do the wrong thing mm-hmm. and he can still like the times where he backs off and he's not really know not really sure what to do you can see that fear kind of resonate back in him mm-hmm. and then you can see him fall back into the comfort zone where it's like but this is gonna be fine this is okay because mm-hmm. i know she can handle it i bet those reviewers aren't parents yeah they're not <laughs> <laughs> no they're not but yeah but you, yeah but you can see yeah you, but you can see like when when shit starts going south like you can see that fear rise like, is everything okay Are you fine and then you can see it kind of like like almost kind of wash over them where it's like all right that's fine go ahead mm-hmm. okay that's that'll, that, that that's fine that'll work or yeah. you can like see where like the fear kind of comes back and then he kind of realizes no she's got this right i don't need to i don't need to be super dead all the time I'll, i can let her handle this right and it's like god that guy's so fucking good. Yeah. Like, that's why I I definitely think, like, if the chick that plays Kayla isn't up for, like, best actress and the dad isn't up for, like, best supporting actor, fuck the Oscars. <laughs> right. Because they're both so fucking Oscar's good in so this. so old. <laughs> yeah. Because they're both just amazing in this. Yeah. They are really good. And those two scenes back-to-back, too, is a real emotional roller coaster. Yeah. So it's really, really well done. Yeah. Because you almost kind of, after the whole... Uh, episode in the car you almost kind of see her kind of retreat back into her shell where she had this whole thing after the party where she's like i'm gonna be more outgoing i'm gonna talk to more people i'm gonna try and turn over a new leaf and try and start high school with like a new attitude right and then the whole thing in the car makes her retreat back into her shell where it's like oh no she's gonna (laughs) she's gonna go back down the same path where like she's just not gonna talk to anybody right and that whole speech with her dad just kind of makes her realize like like one of these days, I'm gonna have to take it over completely on my own. I'm not gonna have anybody to mm-hmm. to lean back on. So I I gotta get out there. Yeah. And she just realizes like, not everything's gonna work out. And I, I, oh, I fucking love that shit. Yeah, that the scene with the dad like around the fireplace outside really was poignant to me. Yeah. So like that was the one where I said you're probably gonna cry watching. I that. did. I welled up. And then <laughs> that was the scene right. Okay, so Chelsea. Um, started watching it after, right after that car scene. Yeah, where she races into the house. That's yeah. where she kind of tuned into the movie. Yeah, and then that whole scene at, at the, like the fireplace outside was like watching, and like I was like, "Don't turn around, don't let her see you crying," because <laughs> I was like welling up. And I'm like, "Oh my god, that's such a good scene. That's so emotionally <laughs> resonant." <laughs> oh my god, but yeah, really good. Um, and then really the only other thing that's big for her after this 
is like she finally confronts yeah she stands up for herself to like the popular girl but even though she does she never like looks up at them i know like she still has she sells her like her eccentricities mm-hmm. where she's like she's super like not confrontational mm-hmm. but um i really enjoyed that like she finally got up the nerve to go and tell the popular girls off who are like total bitches or whatever i guess mm-hmm. they don't really t- say anything yeah. But, like, even the while she's telling her off, she doesn't make eye contact with him and, like, looks at the ground the whole time. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's so fucking real. Yeah. No, <laughs> I... God damn it, Bo. Yeah. Like, you, <laughs> you, like, you're so good at directing that shit. I know, but I think he's so good at it because I think that was him. Like, he watched oh, yeah. any of his stand-up. Like, he talks about how awkward he was as a mm-hmm. kid. And, like, hell... Well, was... even, like, back when he would just make like music videos on youtube before yeah. like even got into stand up mm-hmm. and all that shit even when he does stand up he kind of has like this awkwardness about him where it's like if something doesn't hit right away he he kind of like goes into his stutter where he's like oh hey, yeah yeah oh yeah okay <laughs> and then he'll go back into it and then like things start getting laughs and he gets back into his groove where it's like you can see that he's like that awkward kid that really likes performing but he's really uncomfortable when he feels like it's right. not resonating or hitting on uh-huh. on anybody. Yeah, but no, I I can definitely attest that I was pretty much a Kalo when I was in middle school. <laughs> I I think I even won the superlative for most quiet in eighth grade, <laughs> which is so weird because like I don't I well well I, we were like great friends all through school, so yeah. like I never saw you as quiet. But did you get that? Yeah, it was me you... and uh, me and uh, Hannah Ashelman. Oh god. We won for most quiet cuz I remember that was a like... call her out. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Look her up. Look her up. Still hasn't spoken a word. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> but uh yeah, it was it was me and her cuz I remember that that was like right when, right around the time I started coming out of my shell. Mm-hmm. So like the picture for most quiet was like her just kind of being sheepish and me like putting my hand over my mouth like being like ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would, yeah, I would say the same thing too, because like I don't think I got broke out of my shell until high school either. Yeah, like because we both were kind of we rode that line where like we weren't the popular kids in school, but we weren't the ones that got shit on either. We kind of rode that line yeah. in the middle. Yeah, like where we, like we could kind of like skate by and like not get <laughs> take anybody's shit. Yeah, really. So it was it was all right. We were like in our own little niche. Yeah. But like, that's that's us. Yeah, that was that was pretty much us. Uh, like, if I ever had to like confront somebody, I was always super awkward about it, and I was like, "Oh God, what's what's gonna happen here?" I know. In <laughs> like, hindsight, you just want to be like, "Shut up." I know. <laughs> but then it's like, what? Is, like, know. it's that fucking uh, that cartoon that I made back at the at our area vocational center where I went back in time to kick my own ass. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, because we had time capsules too. Yeah, like in sixth grade. And what what was the reason you went to go kick your own ass? I don't remember. I think it was something like I think I wrote my favorite movie was Titanic or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you your favorite song was that? Uh, uh, I think it was Celine like a Dion song. My heart will go on or whatever. Oh yeah. Well, that still stays true. I fucking love Celine Dion. <laughs> well, I mean, who doesn't really? <laughs> but it's, but yeah, like. Oh my god! When those were broken out, I don't even remember them. Yeah. Mine was so like dumb because I didn't care about anything in sixth grade. <laughs> I was like, I don't feel about anything hard enough where I can't say what is my favorite <laughs> you, or 
you always like hammer home like how you don't care about anything <laughs> and every <laughs> you you sound like a fucking nihilist <laughs> listen i'm not i just don't care strongly about anything <laughs> my name's troy and i don't care about anything <laughs> oh here i go i'm just gonna critique anything I don't care about it. <laughs> I mean, I don't care, but if I did, this is what I would think. All right. Yeah. That's my life. Um, so anyway, that's that's pretty much eighth grade in a nutshell. Yeah. There. Like, it kind of ends with her, like, she makes, like, her own time capsule for when she graduates high school, but it's more uplifting where she talks about where it's like, well, if you don't do this stuff, it's okay. Yeah. Because the one she, like, goes to, like, her old one, it's a lot of, like, you're going to do this, you're going to do this, you're going to be so popular, you're going to have all this stuff. And then she, like, looks at it where it's like, oh, I didn't do any of that shit. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And it's her just kind of coping with that and just trying to, like, figure out who she is, like, after realizing that she had so hot, like, such high hopes for herself. Mm -hmm. And then then her last one is just like, eh, well, if you do it, it's cool. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Um, And that's... That's that's pretty much the long and short of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, we both pretty much enjoyed. If you couldn't gather that from the review, but yeah. what would you grade it? Like I like I said before, like this is way up there. Is probably one of my favorite movies of the year. Mm-hmm. Like way high up. Like I just love it just for the fact that it finds a way to just bridge that gap from like. The people that have been through eighth grade and are like way older now and like bridge that to like what eighth graders are like now where like the weird stuff that eighth graders do now they find a way to throw small incentricities or whatever into it where you're like oh okay no so i I kind of understand what they're coming from in that sense Mm -hmm. where even just the fact that Elsie Fisher as Kayla is so goddamn likable. Like, you just want her to succeed in everything. Mm-hmm. Like, it it plays up in a way where you're like, God damn it. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> it it plays on like all that stuff so well. And... Ugh. Like, I will always give credit to a movie where it, like, it finds a way to... Like, connect with a character that I shouldn't connect with at all. Like, I'm a fucking 31-year-old man, and I'm over <laughs> here, like, yeah, <laughs> sympathizing and, like, relating to a, like, fucking 11-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. It's like, shit. Like, I, like, this movie almost helps me, re- like, kind of sympathize with, like, what kids go through today. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, shit. Like, if, if a movie, like, ma- like makes me appreciate what someone completely different from me is going through now i feel like that's a pretty great film so i'm i'm going full a plus with this shit oh my i really really enjoyed it um my grade's not that far off i would give it um an a solid a um only for the mere fact that like i would give it an a plus if it had like a rewatchability factor. And for me, like I wouldn't, this wouldn't be one that I'd go back to and rewatch a lot. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't like, I, I wouldn't count that against the movie and it's like, um, 
in its greatness. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, <clears throat> I would never be like, yeah, let's watch eighth grade and be sad <laughs> or whatever. But like, but I don't think I don't think it's really sad. No, like, it's they not, do it's have not. But it's they like do have not... se- yeah, they do have scenes where it's like, okay, yeah, this is a this is like a tense moment where you feel uncomfortable. But I feel like it frames the whole idea of going through eighth grade and like how awkward and how uh, like tough it can be at times. It frames it in a way where it's like, but this is not like not the end of your life. Like you're gonna get through this and you're gonna experience things way better than this yeah no no I, I and i agree with that i'm just saying like i would have to be in a real weird mood to watch this again well i'm weird so yeah i know <laughs> but like but an, but a solid a is like not a bad yeah, yeah, yeah. so like I, i'm that's where i'm going with this solid a right on eighth grade i recommend it wholeheartedly if you haven't catched it For caught sure. it Catched it, Ca- caught it. Catch it, caught it. If you haven't caught it yet, um, you can rent it on Amazon Prime for five bucks or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Or you can buy it. Whatever you prefer. Yeah. Um, but uh, is there anything else besides eighth grade you've been into, JT? Well, Troy, I uh, rented the disc for Crazy Rich Asians. Mm-hmm. Saw that. Um, I mean, it, it's good. Oh. It's a good... <laughs> We for have to a rom com with I mean Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's a good rom com. I think there's some funny moments in it. There's some characters I like. But I think I'm coming to the realization that I just don't like rich people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I have like a a, a mild uh disdain. Dis- yeah. <laughs> well, I mean I've I'm I'm to the realization like I, I feel like if you are successful, I feel like you are entitled to a certain amount of comfort. Like, uh-huh. you can have a big house, you can have a nice car, you can have nice vacations uh-huh. here and there. You can come and go from a job like it's nothing. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like you. Like, if you are successful and you do have a job where it does require a fair share of work, you are entitled to a certain amount of amenities and privileges that you've earned. Sure. But if you are worth, like, billions of fucking dollars, <laughs> I feel you are a mentally ill person. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. there's no excuse to have that much fucking money. Let me ask you a question on this. Okay. And you don't have to spoil the movie for me or anything like no. that. No. But in the title, Crazy Rich Asians, is it Crazy Rich, comma, Asians, or is it Crazy Asians that are also rich. It's more <laughs> just they're rich Asians. Okay. But I, I'm i always under the assumption that if you own that much money, you're mentally ill. It's just that you have so much money that people are not willing to tell you you're mentally ill uh-huh. so they can make as much money as possible. Right. Like, I feel like if you own over a billion dollars, you are mentally ill. <laughs> That's just my theory. I wish I was mentally ill. <laughs> but no, I. But that's the thing, though. Like when I see shit like that, it's just like you have to have no human empathy. Oh yeah, I could see that. Because it's just you're living this luxurious life that you feel entitled to when you're like you're willing to like watch footage of people that are starving and dying, and you're like, I'm gonna go onto a fucking barge. That we bought so we can I can have a party in international waters, 
and have a DJ and shoot off my own rocket launcher <laughs> because I'm rich and I can do it. Hmm. Fuck these people that are like working 10 hour, like 10 hour days for six days a week that are barely making ends meet. I'm a fucking real estate mogul. <laughs> if that's a fucking job, <laughs> like I sell buildings to people mm. and that entitles me to billions of dollars where I can go on luxurious vacations mm. and not fucking care. Mm. Like I get fucking livid when I see shit like that. Uh-huh. Like but what about the movie? It's fine. <laughs> I just can't fucking get over <laughs> Troy. There's a I'm just going to spoil this right now because right. it makes me so incensed. There's a wedding in this movie uh-huh. where the whole wedding is the church is decked out in this long grass. Okay. Just like they just like they, 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 there's it's a regular church. Uh-huh. They have pews just like decked out in long grass and people are like, oh, this is weird looking, whatever. They have all the wedding party go down the aisle. It's regular, regular fucking looking wedding. Uh-huh. And then they fill the center aisle with water. Oh. And then the bride marches down the aisle like she's walking on water, so it looks like a river. Uh-huh. And then they dim the lights, and then all of the fucking people hold out these sticks with, like, fireflies on the end that glow in and out. Uh-huh. So it looks like she's walking on water, like, going through fireflies. There's starving people in fucking... <laughs> like, there's people that are, like, literally could... Like, that entire wedding party could probably feed the world two times over. But yet this bitch has to fucking flood a church. So that she can look... So she can get people to cry. Because it's, like, it's so beautiful. Oh, boy. I hate rich people. Oh, boy. <laughs> so much. Coming for you, rich people. And it's so... There's so many scenes like that where it's like the bachelor party is like, we're going on a shopping spree at the most expensive place in Singapore. Yeah! <laughs> we're like, oh. <laughs> You're doing this for fun. This is your fun day. Oh, my. And they own, like, complexes for houses. <laughs> Fuck. I, <laughs> my favorite takeaway on this is that the movie isn't trying to say that at all, and you just have one, They're not trying to say that, one but... One gripe about this little thing that you're exponentially taking but, out of control. But they'll, they'll do, like, small things where they try to justify it, where, like, the mom is like, our family... Tra- we are supposed to maintain our family tradition, and our family tradition is we're supposed to own billions of dollars at one time. It's a family tradition. We're supposed to hoard money because <laughs> we're supposed to live a certain lifestyle. Oh, fuck you! <laughs> I fuck it. Uh. <laughs> it's, it's what? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a regular rom com. Hey man, Aquafina's good in it. She was pretty funny. Oh, okay, that's great. I, I thought she was gonna be annoying, but she was actually pretty funny in it. Cool. But yeah, I'm just that's my tirade on rich people. Is there anything else? That that's you, it. All right. <laughs> I really haven't been much into anything else besides what we review for Monday. Mm-hmm. Um. Other than that, I've seen Coco and Moana a couple hundred thousand times. Yeah. Um, they're still fine. They're still good. I'm thinking for uh, for February, maybe doing, like, for our big theater movie, doing Lego Movie 2, and then, like, doing, like, animation films that we've watched, like, as okay. adults. Because uh-huh. I really want to find an excuse to do 
Tintin. Okay. Okay. I'm on, I, I'll be all right with that. And then we can either watch Moana and Coco. <laughs> or you don't have to watch it. Just You can just review it off of the 90 billion times you've seen it. I'll probably end up still watching it that day before you come over. It's just a given that I'll see one or the other that day. Um, I've gotten to a point where I know so many things. In, like little fun things about this movie. Just say Coco, for example. Yeah. I'm in my brother's shoes. Like, I brought it up on me and Chelsea's show where yeah. he's like, so have you noticed that, like, Coco's family, all the dead ones are still wearing their work clothes? Yeah. That begs to say they died at work. Yeah. And generations of that family are continuing to die at work. What is going on with those shoes? And I also brought up that they don't look much different from their pictures they hang up. (laughs) Where you said there was some kind of weird death mask thing. (laughs) Where after they they get their picture taken, they immediately die. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway... The only one that looks like she's aged is Mama Coco out of everyone at the end there. Where it's like, so you all died right after you got your picture taken. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. What I was getting at is that uh, we bought Macy a Coco Christmas ornament, and it's at, and he's dressed in like the kind of mariachi ensemble he has at the very, very tail end of the movie. Yeah, and he the button that you press, he starts singing this La Familia song. Yeah, and I'm like, that's not the song he sings at the end of the movie. And Chelsea was like, Yeah, it is. It's like the one he sings at the very end. I'm like, No, 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 no. That is a song he sings while he is at. Ernesto De La Cruz's place, and he's at standing on the railing, and he comes down to the party, and he sings down the staircase, and he falls into the pool. That's what the song he's singing. <laughs> and it is. We, I proved it wrong. <laughs> so anyway, I've seen uh, Coco a bunch of times, and oh. Moana a bunch of times. Man. Uh, we'll have to do like a a, a, a Thursday-Monday show of Moana and Coco, <laughs> so you can... Just unload all of your weird conspiracy <laughs> theories. <laughs> all right, uh, maybe I. That sounds like complete torture to me to like sit down and have to like watch and like study it again after I just like kind of put it on and it's just, just based noise. on what you think now is good enough. <laughs> you don't need to watch to study. Just like things that you've like picked up off of the twenty or thirty times you've seen it already. <laughs> twenty or thirty is a very low number. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so that's I have really been anything to anything else, but um, so that's gonna be the show, I believe. There you that's go. Gonna, that's gonna wrap it. Well, Troy, we got my pick from this for this show. What is your pick for next show for Thursday? Yeah. Oh, let's see. I wish I would have put more forethought into this. <laughs> Oh, oh wait. wait, I got a list going. You got Stop. a list. Why didn't I look at the what list? Is, what is the one thing on your list that you are looking the most forward to seeing? Um. Okay, I'm crossing off the things that we already saw. Oh, I probably didn't write it down because we were already reviewing it. <laughs> um. One that I missed. Oh, for like next what, week? Yeah. Hmm. What... What do you think deserves the the full show treatment? Because I'm sure we'll do a Monday show based on something we haven't seen either. But what what do you think deserves the? We gotta we gotta really put this in the forefront. Hmm. 
I'm I'm between two. Okay. I'm between a quiet place. Okay. Which I haven't seen yet, and upgrade. Hmm. I know you've seen both. What yes. would you tip the scales on what would be a good Thursday show? I feel they're both interesting in their own way. But I'm guessing the one that we don't pick is going to be the one you want to do for Monday. Sure. I don't care. <laughs> hmm. Um, I think there might be more aspects to A Quiet Place we could talk about. All right. Then let's do A Quiet Place. All right. A Quiet Place it is for next week. According to my notes, you can watch it at uh, on Prime for 99 cents. That's a good one. It's a good pick. <laughs> Great. So, a quiet place for next Thursday, as I haven't yet seen it, and I need to finish it out before the end of the year. There you go. And then I may call an audible for upgrade for Monday. All right. Fair um, enough. Might do another one. Maybe like a comedy or something like that. Okay. Quiet place. Doesn't sound so funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there is a comedy on HBO that we could watch. Which one's that? Uh, Game Night. Oh, I do have that it's down. on HBO. I do have that down. All right. Well, let's mull it over over the. We'll mull it over. We'll mull it over, and we'll, we'll get uh, let you know on we'll, Thursday. We'll we'll lightly massage this idea into <laughs> the into the next Monday up. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's gonna be next Thursday is a quiet yes, place. But for Monday, we're going to cover the. Written and directed film. This is writer director. Mm-hmm. Writer director week over here, yeah. where uh, writer director Boots Riley right film. Sorry to bother you mm-hmm. with the Keith Stansfield. That's right. Also premiering at Sundance. If yeah, we'll brought it up. Brought it up earlier. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's gonna be on Monday. If you haven't seen it yet, um, I have that also written down where you can watch it. Uh, sorry to bother you. Is free on Hulu. Free on Hulu. That's right, right. now. So if you have Hulu, check it out. Um, I guarantee you, it'll interest you. It is interesting. <laughs> yes. Uh, so check it out. It's it's quite different than almost any movie I've seen all year. Yeah. Could be positive. Could be negative. Yes. You'd find out there on Monday. Find out on Monday. So, uh, JT, where could people find you if they've already seen it? And want to just chat with you on the internets about it. You can quill on my ponderings at Bucky <laughs> for everyone on Twitter. Also Bucky for everyone on Instagram. And he went up Bucky for everyone on Snapchat. Troy. Uh, hey, hit me up on Troy to the max on Twitter. You hit us both up on review review pod on Twitter. If you don't mind. <laughs> uh, you can listen to I the like show. I like this character you're making. <laughs> kind of fell into it by a stutter a bit. Uh... <laughs> You can find us on a multitude of platforms, including our hosting site, Review Review Pod at Podbean.com. But we are also on so many other things, such as Stitcher and Spotify. You can find us on Google Podcasts. You can probably find us on Alexa devices, because I think I signed up to have that be a thing. Ooh. Uh, YouTube, if you care to do so. Nobody does, but it's there if you want to. Oh, my. Uh, and if you are into the Apple game... Uh, and you listen to us through iTunes or Apple Podcast. If you like the show, uh, uh, subscription to it or a rate and review will help other people find the show. And if you have something to want, 
what am I saying? If you got something, <laughs> something to want. If you got something to want, such as a <laughs> message you want to give us, you can do it at reviewreviewpod at gmail.com, such as friends of the show like Eric and Jude do from time to time. Yeah. Give us that mail. We'll do that mail scream. We'll do the mail scream just for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's going to be the show this week. Vote in the semifinal of the Turn Around Movies. Mm-hmm. Got White Man Can't Jump. B the Lone Ranger. <laughs> they're going to fight, and then one of them's going to find out that their name is their mother's name is also Martha. <laughs> Army that... Hammer Army Hammer is going to, uh, to stab Woody Harrelson through the chest <laughs> with a spear until he yells Martha. Yeah. He's going to just taunt him and cut his face with a kryptonite spear, because that's something Batman would do. Yep. After challenging him to a basketball game... <laughs> Army Hammer is going to almost shoot him with a Ugh. with a kryptonite bullet with his gun until he yells Martha. Piece of crap, Batman. Be Superman. <laughs> Piece of crap. <laughs> but anyway, that's the show this week. So join us next time until we are going to be reviewing A Quiet Place on Thursday. But before that, sorry to, sorry bother, to bother you, you this Monday. Yes. So check us out then. Until next time, I've been George the Max 63. I am JT3K. And we... You're off. Gucci. (laughs)